Big thanks to all our sponsors, Skips and Bins. You can find them at skipsandbins.com or telephone 0800 2545 Email inquiries at skipsandbins.com. Website, skipsandbins.com. Easy contract free and pay-as-you-go waste collection. Big thanks to Mr. Vicky's Sources Handmade in Cumbria. You can order them from their website, mrvickies.co.uk or by telephone on 01768 A big thanks also to New Workwear. Uh, You can find them at newworkwear.com. They're an agile and dedicated workwear provider. Welcome back as well to United Travel. Uh, They are a UK coaches firm and they are based in uh, the Northeast. They've got 2024 tours and you can contact them on 01670. 632-460 632-460 or mobile 0791-666-4174. Email info at unitedgrouptravel.com and they've got a website which is unitedgrouptravel.com. There's no strangers on there to us, just people you haven't met yet. Big thanks to them for their sponsorship. Big thanks as well to Media Arts. And they supply all the video technology. If you want to become a member and get a cup, a pen, a membership card and a scarf, then get your smartphone and put it over this QR code. It will take you straight to the membership pack. It's a £25 one-off fee. You can also go to NUFC Matters website and search membership pack to book today. If you want to help the channel, then subscribe to it by hitting the subscribe button. Hit the thumb up under the video to like the video and click share to share to your other social media. We're also available as a podcast on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast providers. Don't forget we help the food bank on this channel. If you want to do so virtually, go to nufcfansfoodbank.co.uk and make a donation today. The Alan Sheila raffle is back on. 150 tickets, £1 a ticket, win a limited edition signed Alan Shearer ball. End of the day at nufcmatters.com. Morning, welcome to NUFC Matters. It is the Eddie Howe press conference review uh, for the Liverpool game tomorrow, 4:30 kickoff at St James's Park in the Premier League. And as always, Matthew Raisbeck started it off. Uh, the questions with Eddie uh, talking about Lewis Hall, the acquisition of Lewis Hall, and he said um, he played against us a couple of times last season. He really impressed uh, me and the coaching staff. And uh, we watched a lot of Chelsea 
uh, last season as well. He caught my eye and uh, I liked his attitude and I really think he'll be a good signing, said Eddie. Razor pressed him on Hall and, and said the fact that Hall has played in a variety of positions at Chelsea was the, the versatility of, of the player the key and reason for, for bringing him in? And he went, yeah, look, he's, he's got attributes. He's, he's played many different positions at Chelsea. You only converted to left-back a year ago, but he has played four or five different roles. So versatility is, is obviously part of the reason that um, he brought him in. Matthew then said uh, he's only 18. You know, what challenges does he have arriving at Newcastle and, and you know, to, to find a place in the team? He said short term, he's got to be moulded into what we want. And, you know, ideally, he says, as he said before, when you sign a player, you want to get them in early. He says, you look at Tonali, he's benefited from coming in early pre-season. Um, and he says, Lewis Hall just needs to, to do that, to adapt to our ways, to, you know, to get to that fitness level. Um, but uh, he, he was then asked if he would be in contention for today's game. And he went, he is fit. And yes, he is contention to be in the squad. So good news, I guess, for Lewis Hall, uh, 18 years of age and, and already. Uh, fighting his way into that first team pool. Uh, Matthew Raceback then asked about Joe Linton um, because obviously he limped off at uh, the Etihad last weekend. He said he trained in the latter part of the week. Fingers crossed he will be okay. Uh, also asked him about Manquillo, who's become a bit of a forgotten man this season. Um, he said he's been abroad for treatment, but he is back with us and uh, he is somebody who will be available at some point. We'll come to Manquillo a little bit later in the press conference as well. Um, he also asked about, um, you know, having all of these options right and left with the new acquisitions like Livermento, like Lewis Hall, for example. Um, could Manquillo leave? And he said, possibly, but it really depends on what the player wants. Uh, we've got a robust season ahead of us and we need strength in depth. Razor then asked about the game against Liverpool. Uh, he says, it's a big game. And he went, yeah, he says, these games are big. They are iconic. Um, he says, last year we were disappointed. Uh, especially, you know, down at Anfield with, um, you know, the, you know, the, the, the disallowed goal. And then, of course, the home game where Nick Pope uh, was sent off and, of course, cost himself his place in the Wembley Cup final. He did, however, reiterate that he felt that we played well with 10 men. But, of course, Liverpool doing the double over us last season. Razor then said they've made changes to their squad, quite big changes. What have you observed from that? Um he said, yeah, there's slight tweaks, but the main principles of Liverpool Football Club are the same. Uh, they are going to be difficult to play, and he does believe that Liverpool will come back stronger this season. Mark was next up from Sky. Not heard this guy ask questions before. Um, how much extra value is it when you beat a team like Liverpool, was his question. And he said, "Yeah, yes and no. Um, he says, it's still three points, but you know, ultimately... Um, you know, if you do win a game like this, then, you know, you feel confident um, afterwards. You know, the, the momentum carries for that a little bit longer. Um, but it says, of course, you want to do well at home as well, you know, and he says that, that that's good for, for home supporters. Um, he also uh, then asks Mark about dramatic moments against Liverpool. He says, you know, especially over the last couple of years, can you sum up the relationship between the staff? He, he, he was a bit perplexed at this question and he, he basically said, look, I've, I've got a huge amount of respect for Jurgen Klopp, but ultimately we are competing uh, against him and his team. And, you know, I view him exactly the same as I view all the other managers in the Premier League. He then asked a question about Bruno 
and uh, the fallout that we saw online. Uh, Bruno, of course, if you haven't realised, did reply to a, a, a tweet that was put out by NUFC360, uh, which uh, led to um, Bruno replying, then quickly deleting, but by that time it had been screenshotted and the rest is history. Um, he said, you know, has this been a lesson for, for Bruno uh, and the fans um, about you know how they use social media with regards to the football club. Eddie has always played this with a straight bat, but you know gave a good answer. He just said, "Look, I'm not going to criticise the supporters." Um, he says it's a lesson uh, for, for 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 us, and it's a lesson for for Bruno. Um, he said it's why I'm not on social media. He says players, of course, can choose whether they're on social media or not. He says, um, you know, but but ultimately it's it, it's. You know, it's why we don't emotionally react to praise or to negativity. Um, he says Bruno's an emotional character and he uses his emotion and that helps him perform well. But um, he certainly made, uh, you know, a mention of this, you know, on a couple of occasions because he was pressed on it, as you'll see. But, you know, ultimately his, his, his get out here was, look, Bruno is, you know, Bruno is, Bruno's learned a lesson, I guess. Um, slight disappointment at City uh, was was Mark's next question. He says, "Does that show how far you've come?" He says, "Look, I, you know, I can't look at losing uh, any game as a good result." He says the performance wasn't bad. Um, he says, "But certain players um, in, in the team as a whole didn't perform at the levels that we're normally used to." Andy Smith was next. Uh, Andy, of course, a regular in the press room. He says, "Did you speak to Bruno about this, or?" Was it just quickly dismissed and you moved on? He says, look, it was a bit of both. He says, you know, people at the club will speak to him, I'm sure. Uh, but he says, yeah, we will, you know, we'll move on from this now. Uh, then Andy said, you know, obviously the signing of Hall is, is a good one. Um, what did he make of the reaction of his parents and have you met them? And he said, yeah, I met them the day before he signed. He says, um, I got the feeling from them of a, a huge level of support. Um, they're obviously Newcastle fans um, and he's in a really good place and they're going to be very important for him moving forward in his career at Newcastle United. And Andy then said, how good have the transfers been this summer? And he got asked this last week and he, he you know, Andy probably forgot, but he sidestepped it and he sidestepped it again. He said, look, it's a leading, I feel like it's a leading question, Andy. He said, it's, it's how you view them immediately can be one one way. He says, and how you view them in history in a couple of years' time can be a different way. He says, so I, I won't make any opinions on these people now, but I might, I might if I'm still here in two years. So Andy said he would ask him in two years. Isaac's been at the club for a year. Um, said Andy, he said, how co how close has he come now to fulfilling his potential? Uh, and he says, well, he's on his way, but there's room for improvement. He's shown unique qualities. Um, he's, he's got a good goal tally last season for the games that he played. His all-round game has improved. And consistency, though, throughout will be the challenge for him and for everybody in the team. And, um, you know, that is what, you know, you strive to achieve. And and only then, I guess, can you, can you say that you fulfilled your potential. Andy then said, Liverpool... Newcastle, it's a classic. Which game springs to mind? The obvious one, said Eddie. The 4-3, the iconic game. He says, with Kevin Keegan slumped across the billboards, he says, that particular moment in time, he says, has stayed with me forever. And, um, you know, that, I guess, is everyone's favourite. It, it was it was known as the Premier League's greatest game of all time, wasn't it? So, no wonder that that was the game that he picked out. He went on to say that he's had, you know, he's got so much respect for Kevin Keegan. He did back then, he still does now, and for that team. Um, Andy then moved on, you know, with Man City. He said, uh, you know, after Manchester City, um, 
you know, didn't bring any points. What what does this game look like? You know, he says, look, everything from a St James's Park performance last season is what we're what we're looking for with this Liverpool game. You know, he says, um, you know, I, I, I'm not going to dissect other teams. I'm not going to look at the likes of City and Liverpool and, and whoever and, and give you my feeling on 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 those teams. But I, I can only speak as you know, speak as I find on on our team. Um, he then asked about the the technical area situation. He says, "How are you and Jason Tindall sorting that out? How are you coping with it?" He went, "I've not really spoken to him about it." He says, "But um, you know." It's enabled me to drop back at times and look at the screen, things I probably wouldn't have done. And he says, you know, from, from my point of view, I haven't really struggled. Um, he says, we're, we're finding a way uh, to cope with it. Lee was next, not Lee Ryder, I don't think. Um, he says, Pep was full of pra uh, praise for you last week. Any Is that any consolation? He said, in a very, you know, forthright manner, I respect Pep's opinion, but it's just words. It, it doesn't mean anything. Uh, Lee then asked about transfers. Uh, he said, "You know, you're bringing in players, and you know those players who can be versatile. Um, Manchester City do that. Is is that is that is an important thing in football nowadays to do that?" He says, "Yeah, players who can play in different roles and different positions. Um, it is very important." Um, again, he said, "You know, from from your perspective with the Liverpool game coming up." Are you, um, people are saying that you're slight favourites for this. Do you prepare differently? And he went, no, we can only control how we perform um, and set up. And, you know, he says it's difficult, but he, he certainly didn't make any confirmation that he felt that, um, you know, that they were favourites for this game. And, and, and why would he? He then um, basically said, there's energy in both of these midfields. Um, you know, how, how do you feel the game's going to go? And he went, yeah, look, he says, Liverpool have got a new midfield. We've recruited in that area. He says, our midfield struggled against Manchester City, but um, yeah, everything tells you that it's going to be a classic. Simon was next. Um, he said, after that defeat last week, there was, uh, you know, there was, there was some criticism, uh, you know, because of, I guess, because of the levels that you're, you're now at, there's an expectancy. You know, is it difficult to deal with those expectations? Eddie said, when we lose a game, we are there to be criticised and, you know, handling defeat is part of our job. And, you know, we need to be able to cope with, with that as well as, you know, when things are going well. Um, he then was talking about, uh, no, there was a next, another reporter came in, but couldn't get his name, tried and tried, couldn't get his name. He says, do you move on quickly from, from defeats uh, or, some, or do some games haunt you? And he says, personally, he says, I move on quickly. Um, he says, but the memories of games stay with you, both positive and negative. Um, and he says, there are lots of games which which I've lost as a manager, which have stayed with me and as a player. And he says, if I think carefully about them, I can, you know, I can bring them back in my mind. Um, the same reporter asked, you know, do you, do you expect a backlash from from those teams who were in your wake last season, who didn't finish in the Champions League spots? And he went, I'm not sure backlash is the right word, he says, but there are really good people who work at the other clubs and they'll be motivated to try and outdo us this season. He says, we can only focus on what we do. Um, he says, time will tell. Um, but he says, I like the look of our squad and it's certainly stronger than last year. And I, this was a bit of a, you know, it was one of those press conferences where the same question was asked in different ways by different journalists and Eddie, you know, ultimately, you know, ha had the same answer. Jordan was next. He says, is Lewis Hall the last signing? He went, yes. 
Um, you, you answered it last week. You said it's, that is still the case unless there's injuries, maybe to, to, to players, you know, two players in the same position. Um, are any players leaving? Well, of course, you all know now that um, Fraser's gone to Southampton, but that was where the news was broken. Um, Jordan then asked about Bruno. Uh, what's your thoughts on social media? He, want, he wanted a wider answer, something we discussed on the Amigos last night. And um, he said, it's a big one, that He says, genuinely, I'm not involved in social media. And he says, and that's very intentional. He says, when I was younger, when I was a player, he said, um, you know, I used to read the papers. I used to read the reviews. And he said, I would read a match report where it praised me and I'd feel great. But I've now got to go and do that again next next week. Um, he says, and then I picked up one newspaper where I, I, I was, you know, given a bad review. Um, and he says, I, I made a point of never reading a newspaper review of a game a, a, again. So, <laughs> You know, he says, that, that's why I've never taken to social media. Craig Hope was next. He said, is Bruno back to his best? He went, football's a strange game. Um, he said he was great versus Villa. He was great in training after the Villa game. Um, but he said he was maybe slightly below par against Manchester City. But we were as a team. Um, he says, but Bruno is going to be such an important player for us this year. He then asked him about Klopp. Um, he said, Klopp's been very vocal on, on everything to do with Newcastle, including your spending power. Um, he said he spent $100 million. He was going to spend $100 million on Casado. He says, what do you make about Klopp having a £200 million commitment to, to transfers? And he says, I know what you want me to say, Craig. Everybody then laughed. He says, but that's the dynamic of football fees. He says, they change quickly. He says, um, but I'd never talk about another club openly, which is you know, fair play to Eddie. Lee Ryder was next. He says, Fabian Scher went down last week, but had a great game eventually, you know, recovering. Um, was that a concern for you? He went, yeah. He says, of course it was. He says, you're always two injuries away from a crisis. He said, um, I he had a dislocation, but he got back up and uh, him and Sven were, were superb last week. Uh, he then asked about City. Um, he said, defensively, you were no problem, you know, no issues at all. You've just said the same with Shaw and Botman. He said, but in the final third, you seemed a bit lacking. He went, yeah. Two different games against Villa. You know, we finished every chance, he says, but against Man well, more or less every chance, but against City. Um, you know, we just couldn't find a way past them. But he says, you've got the credit to City, which is something I've said all week. You know, Phil Foden in particular was, was absolutely superb. Lee, as always, when it's a home game, gets that quote in from Eddie about the crowd. And he went, tomorrow's going to be a big game. St. James's Park's going to be jumping. And he went, yeah, look, it's always such a powerful thing. He says, against Villa, the fans were amazing. Amazing. And this was the line that most journalists picked up and used. He went, he says, we need a red hot atmosphere on Sunday. Guy called Tom was next. Another uh, strange name. I'd not heard this guy before. All he asked was about Willock. He said, how's Willock doing? Um, he goes, he's making good progress. Um, he says he had a rescan on his hamstring a couple of days ago and there was no problems. He says he's had a bit of fatigue on his hamstring. He says, but hopefully... Um, we are on course for him to be back training during the international break and he'll be available and he's a big player for us. He then asked about Bruno. Um, he says, is there anything you can do for training players on social media? He says, we're in a different generation. He says, it's part, part of a player's daily routine. He says, most of these players will have been on social media before they became professionals. And um, he says, we just have to, you know, we have to get used to it as a football club. He says, when I was growing up, it wasn't there. He says, um, but he says, I think, you know, I think so, social media and training and, and stuff and, and how you react, maybe that's one for psychologists. Um, it, it was a guy called Joe then. He says, there's lots of comparisons between Liverpool and yourselves. What do you think about that? He says, yeah. He says, um, 
we're both high intensity football teams. We're very proactive. We're positive. He said, um, he says, I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm a huge admirer of Jürgen, Jürgen Klopp and of his teams. I enjoy watching them play. They're always entertaining and I can see the parallels between Liverpool and us. Ian Murta was next. He says, Ian, uh, Ian said, uh, Isaac announced himself um, now on the Premier League stage. Can he consider himself the number one striker or is he still 50-50 with uh, Callum Wilson? He paused, he smiled and he just said, look, it's difficult to ever be able to call yourself the number one in a position. He says, I want players to earn the shirt every week. Uh, he says, there's always going to be another challenge each week. And he says, I always urge my players to start at zero each week, which is a great philosophy. Do you know what I mean? It keeps everybody on their toes. I won't spoil it, but those of you who've watched episode three um, of the Newcastle United and Amazon documentary, it's a fascinating watch. And you hear Isaac and you hear Callum Wilson and you hear how they feel about the competition for a place last season. That gives you a bit of an insight into how the players are coping. Well worth a watch, though. Um, Ian then said, with Callum not playing regularly, are you worried about potentially a team coming in and bidding for Callum Wilson before the end of the transfer window? He shook that one off. He just said, look, we need quality players in every position. He's going to get a lot of football. He's, he's been top scorer um, you know, for us. He scored a lot of goals and hopefully he's going to score a lot of goals this season with the football he plays and get a better total than last year. Jacob was next, um, went back in time and asked him how Nick Pope had reacted to the sending off last year, uh, which, of course, has, as I mentioned earlier, cost him his place in the final. He said, look, it was one of those moments. It was a windy day. He says, but when he was sent off, he handled himself well. He says, afterwards, he made it about the team. Um, he said it was a huge support for, for Carrius. Um, and, you know, after the final, he helped us achieve our aims and, you know, get to the Champions League. And he says... I guess his personal goal will be to try and get to a cup final this season. Um, you know, so it, it's, you know, it, it was a positive thing. Um, he turned a negative into a, po uh, into a positive. Jacob then said, well, is, is it positive that he, he wants to get to another final? He says, well, on, it, it may be on his mind day to day. Um, but he says he just wants to perform for the best of us. Um, you know, he, he wants us to qualify for the Champions League again. He, he'll want us to get to a final. And he says, you know, I hope we do get to a final because he deserves it. Uh, Jacob then said, all goalkeepers go through these kind of things, I guess. Um, he says, yeah, look, it was just a moment in the season. He says, yeah, he had a really good season. You know, his all-round game was good. He made some great saves and he played a big part and he's a very positive influence in the dressing room. Martin Hardy was next. He said, um, why is the, the atmosphere between Liverpool and Newcastle so intense these days? Um, and he goes, certainly over the last couple of seasons. And he went, is it? He says, yeah. I don't think it's been ramped up any more um, than, than it already has. He says, it's historically, it's a, it's a game that people want to watch. He said, but there's been incidents between you and the two, you know, the, the two benches have had a, had a pop at each other kind of thing. You know, that was the kind of thing that Martin was trying to get at. Um, is it because, you know, you're, you're overtaking Liverpool? And he said, look, we just, you know, we just compete, you know, we compete hard. Um, you know, he, he said it all, hasn't he, in the past? You know, we're, we're, you know, we, we just want to be the best we can be. And that was, his, that was his reaction to Martin. Do you have a relationship with Klopp, Martin said? And he went, I don't have a relationship with, a, with any competitors. He says, I've always been like that. And 
where you know what was the next one he was going yeah competitive competitiveness that was his next question um he says is this where we see your depth of competitiveness because you don't have a relationship with other managers and he said look i was brought up with three brothers and a sister i was always fighting for attention at home he says i used to create games um at home and always wanted to win them and he says even when i'm playing games with with my kids there's no there's no such thing as a friendly with me kids i want to win and i want to compete so we saw an, in, an interesting, interesting insight into Eddie Howe as a person, I think, with, with that particular answer. Kieran was next. Um, he said, um, you know, I had the comments from Klopp over the, the last couple of years amused you, you know, the technical area stuff, the, the ceiling quote, the quotes, etc. And he said, I wouldn't say I laugh. He says, um, you know, other managers will have opinions about, you know, us and I've got no issues with that. I just roll with it. Um he then asked him about the uh, the Kevin Keegan moment uh, being slumped over the, uh, the you know over the advertising hoardings in the infamous four three. Was this you know was was he a big influence for you? And he says without a doubt. He says his legacy and his team's legacy, um, and their their time at the club. He says the positive role models for me and for the team. And he says I'm I'm you know constantly reminded about the entertainers. So that was it. It was 30, 34 minutes long again. It's getting longer, this press conference. But uh, give us a good insight into him. I'll just come through your comments. Good morning, Les. Hope you're doing well. Good morning, JB. Good morning, Shez. Morning, John Askew. Hall looks total class. Looks as good going forward as he is uh, further back. Fantastic option for the manager and could be vital for the last hour in games. And uh, Ian says he watched a compilation video of Hall on YouTube. Looked amazing, literally leaving players on their backsides. Uh, Hall, Libramendo, Isaac, Botman, Willock, Anderson, Miley, all young players. The future is definitely bright. Good morning, Blue Rhythm boy. Chelsea fans are not happy he's left. That's a good sign. And Les says, the good thing about Hall being so young yet talented is his game time will need to be managed, given growth plates, etc., making him perfect for the rotation of the squad. Um, and that's what, I'm, uh, that's what I'm going on, Ian. Will Eddie give him game time, though? I'm sure he will. And the answer is probably yes, is technically it's a loan. I'm not sure we've made a better signing since the takeover. Interestingly, yeah, everybody's uh, thoughts in the chat. Um, nice to see you all interacting with each other. I'm going to uh, head off now. And um, we do have uh, the professionals tonight live at six o'clock. The shows will be all over the place for the next week or so because... I want to try and do live shows for you. I know you appreciate the interaction. So uh, professionals tonight at six o'clock. And then on Sunday night after the game, eight till nine, I'll be doing the fans forum on Sunday. I'll update you about next week on Sunday night. But for now, have a good Saturday afternoon. Take care. And I will see you at six o'clock tonight. We still do seven NUFC Matters show a week for free. But if you want to help support NUFC Matters, then there are a few ways of doing it. Hit the like button on each live broadcast and video. This helps the channel grow. Hit the subscribe button and select the all notifications bell so you don't miss a single show. If you want to help us financially, then you can join the channel using this button with the membership starting at $1.99 a month. Or you can drop us a donation in the chat using a super sticker. We're also looking for sponsors. If you'd like your brand advertised on the flies for the show and featured during the ad break, then email john at nufcmatters.com to arrange today. Uh -huh.